0: Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to the Not About Chris podcast slash blurb slash mashup of things that I want to discuss. Today, we're recording episode 86 and it's going to be called Bienes Raices, which means Bien Immobilier in French or also real estate. Now, I'm naming it in Spanish because I will be focusing on the Mexican real estate market that I've been diving into and looking into over the past two months because of my interest in getting to know it and potentially investing in it. Now, before I actually dive into this real estate market of Mexico, I need to take a step back and talk a little bit about the real estate market that I know and am invested in, which is the Canadian market, right where I basically was born and grew up. So the real estate market in Canada, uh for the longest time has been a good market to invest in in my opinion you know i've always preached about it i've always told my friends get in this market as soon as possible Uh, now it's maybe a little bit too late but when i was growing up it was a good market for multiple reasons one of it was it's a relatively low risk market the second is that the return on investment is almost assured and third i think and most importantly it is a very regulated market. You know, it's a market owned by the banks and the banks don't fuck around too much. So, uh, all they care about is stealing your money via interest rates through mortgages. And all that makes this market pretty interesting. Okay. So in other words, Construction is controlled and regulated. Construction licenses are limited and given to only a few contractors. So the supply of household is very limited. And actually now more than ever in Canada, the supply of housing is super low in comparison to the demand. There's a high demand, not enough supply. So this is good for real estate investors. I mean, in in some way, because if you buy a property, you can easily rent it. Or if you buy a property and you want to sell it, you can easily sell it. There's like a million people who, who are looking into buying property. The only downside of this high demand, low supply is that when you do want to buy in the first place, it it's probably more expensive. Okay, But depending on your luck and timing and opportunities, you can get something at a good deal if you do a lot of searching. And also another advantage of investing in real estate in Canada is that, especially for Canadians, locals, right, uh, you have access to credit. Um, And we'll talk about that later on. But if you want to buy a half million dollar house in Canada, you can go to the bank and put 5, 10, 15, 20% and they'll pass you the rest. And then that's how you buy your property. It's pretty much owned by the bank until you pay all of the principal plus the interest over usually a mortgage is, what, 25 years. So, that's the Canadian market. Um, You know, as you already know, and if for the people who already know me, you know that I'm already invested. I was fortunate enough to buy my first property in my early 20s, early to mid-20s, and my second property in my late 20s. And, you know, as the years went by, and as the pandemic hit, they increased in value. And uh, I was able to make quick profits, right? And I'm selling one of them now. I'm about to finalize one of the sales. So I'm liberating some cash. And my idea was to come to Mexico and use that cash to buy property. Now, let's talk about the Mexican real estate. It is black and white uh, in comparison to the Canadian market. Okay. So the thing about Mexican real estate market is that there's one driving factor that really affects it all. And that is the low labor cost. Okay. So what I'm trying to say here is that say you're in Canada or let's say you're in Canada and you want to invest half a million dollars. First of all, half a million dollars in Canada doesn't get you shit. Okay. If you you want to invest half a million dollars in Canada, you'll buy a little property that looks like a hut with maybe one bathroom and one, <laughs> one bedroom and it's probably going to be in the middle of the woods five hours away from any city. That's what you get for half a million dollars in Canada nowadays, unfortunately. I'm, I'm exaggerating a little bit, but that's how it is. Half a million dollars in Mexico. You can look for a house for half a million dollars in Mexico. You'll find some pretty nice houses, but they'll probably be a little bit old. Okay, they'll be dated, but they will probably be in a good location, probably very central area of the city or something like that. So that's what you can probably get for half a million dollars. However, the people in Mexico do not do this; they do not really buy property that already exists because of the low labor cost. So what you're going to do with five hundred thousand dollars, or what a person in Mexico is going to do with half a million dollars, is going—they're going to take that half a million dollars, they're going to buy land, and they're going to build on it or they're just going to buy like a new construction property because that will end up costing less for one. You they won't even spend that half a million. They'll spend what spend like 300,000, maybe 250 and they'll have some spare. And on top of this, they'll have a brand new house. So, like brand new, no renovations needed, like it's 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 being built like for you kind of thing. So, those are the circumstances here in this market. People don't buy already used, they buy new. And, you know, the market here is unregulated or far less regulated than the Canadian market. So they build like like crazy here. I was fortunate enough to have visited uh, new developments through a friend and I saw how rampant the construction in Mexico is. You know, they don't stop. They just build, build, build and sell. And, you know, I've also w- walked around like, central areas of the city and i swear to god i walked like two blocks and i saw like 20 properties for sale so what that means my observation is that the supply is extremely high a lot of construction that are that is brand new and a lot of old properties are for sale and the demand you know the demand exists but it's not it doesn't meet the supply so with all this said the real estate market here in mexico is not that attractive Because of this low labor cost and because of this rampant building, like you're going to invest a lot of money in a property, and this property will sit there forever and it will be hard to sell because they keep building. So, there's no interest in buying your property when next door there's like 6,000 more houses being built. And yeah, I mean, prices are relatively, you know, they're much cheaper than in Canada. However, as a foreigner, you don't have access to credit as you do back home. For example, you can probably get a mortgage in Mexico, but the interest rates are not like five, six percent, which are already high in Canadian standards. Here, interest rates start at 12 percent, something ridiculous. But, you know, people do it. So and usually you have to show up with a fat down payment or, or show up with all the cash up front. So that's the difference between the two markets and that is why after two months of looking into this place, into this country and the real estate, obviously there there's exceptions, you know, and the exception is like highly touristic areas that have higher uh, rate of returns. Those may be or arguably better investment opportunities here in Mexico. However, the prices over there in those areas are already super high. So the Barriers of entry are extremely like difficult to penetrate, for lack of better words. And yeah, that's pretty much the only exception. Or if you want to be downtown in a city, if you buy a big property that is extremely expensive and you rent it out, that's the other exception. So, you know, you have to be in, in special hubs to get a good return. But if you buy anywhere else in Mexico, like in suburb areas or just like far from touristic areas, I don't think it's that good an investment. If, you just want, if you're looking to make a profit, you know, if you're looking to just settle and live in a house for the rest of your life, yeah, sure, you can find great deals. But if you want to m- increase your money, your capital, I don't think real estate market here in Mexico is that attractive. Now, on the other hand, like if you have a lot of money in Mexico, I think, or what I'm learning is that it's almost better to invest in a business, you know, something that will generate cash flow straight away. I think that's the better idea than investment property or real estate in general. So those are my observations. Um, It's been interesting, you know, and and to to learn all of this, I I had to talk with a lot of people and I want to shout them all out. Thank you for sharing your um, knowledge and wisdom about this, about your country and uh, what you know about it. And also there's another thing that I kind of skipped, but... In Mexico there are special rules I guess or there are laws that are there to protect locals and I'm I'm specifically talking about more like beachfront areas or or properties that are in very like indigenous lands you know the government put in place rules and laws that make some territories almost very impossible to actually own personally you know you either have to go through a trust which is fair that's fine or you have to kind of like go through a whole a judicial process because there's something that is called ejido land or communal land that is basically reserved to for indigenous people you know it's protected and it'll always be belonging to them through the government so those are very hard to to own you can quote unquote own it but there's higher risk to those properties. Um, Yeah. But I won't go too deep into this. I just wanted to go over the big lines of my of my uh, observations. And uh, yeah, you know, I came, I came here with an idea and a plan. But with a bit of research and and observation, I was able to learn a lot. And um, now I kind of have to revisit those ideas you know, or just use this wisdom to make the best out of uh, an investment. So I hope this was a informative piece of podcast. I hope everybody's doing good. I haven't recorded in a while. So yeah, hope everybody's doing great. And I'll catch you on the next one. Take it easy. Peace.